welcome to the Common Good Podcast. The podcast showcases the very best of Glasgow Caledonian University and explores how the institution, its staff and its research benefits people and communities, both at home and overseas. My name is Craig Telfer and today I'm talking to Dr Gillian Hunter, a lecturer in the Research Centre for Health, to talk about how our laboratories are cutting science waste and boosting sustainability. Gillian, it is wonderful to see you. Thank you very much for talking to me today. Thank you for having me. Nice to be here. It's great to be here. It's, we are recording this on campus. This is the second Common Good podcast. I know we've been able to do it face to face, so I'm delighted you've been able to join me. And how are you finding being back on campus? Because I know you've been here a little bit longer than perhaps most people. Yeah. No, it's lovely. It's nice to come back on campus. We've been back on doing our kind of teaching laboratories and tutorials for over a year now. But it's nice to see more people yeah. appearing on campus and to see the cafes reopening. <laughs> um, so no, it is. It's nice to be back. Now, Gillian, as we mentioned at the start of the show, today's podcast is about sustainability in our laboratories. And it's estimated that 1.8% of the world's plastic waste comes from labs. And a single researcher in a tissue culture lab can use over 200 kilograms of single-use plastics in a single year. Why do labs produce so much waste? We are trying to investigate lots of different um, issues. I've got um, colleagues who are working on trying to identify causes of cancer. Um, I myself am working on um, a spinal muscular atrophy um, research and we have to make sure that our research is stringent. And so that means that we use plastic wear that is single use because we don't want there to be contamination. And so I would say that that predominantly is the main reason that we do produce so much waste because it is um, single use to make sure that everything is as clean as possible. So what kind of things are getting thrown away at the end of a day, at the end of a week? I would say pretty much the majority of things would get right. thrown away. So all of our cells that are grown in tissue culture, the flasks um, that they grow in are all thrown away. When we do PCR, so obviously people will know about PCR oh from yeah. um, COVID testing, all those tubes for either collecting samples or for carrying out the amplification, they are all thrown away at the end of the day. The gloves that we use are all thrown away um, at the end of the day. Things might be contaminated and so they have to go into specific waste streams. Can any of these things be recycled? So some things can be. It very much depends what the experiment is. So a lot of plastics, for example, for tissue culture, you might not want to reuse those or you probably would actually hinder your experiment if you were to reuse them because you might have carryover from the previous okay. experiment. But there are definitely some types of experiments where you could reuse the plastic. If you're using plastics for loading gels or if you're using plastics for making buffers, then those could be washed and prepared so that they're suitable for reuse. But in the majority of cases, it is just single-use yes. plastics in the yeah. lab. This is going to be a bit of a thick question, so forgive me, but why is it important that we have sustainable laboratories? I think because we do produce so much waste. As we go forward, there's people are thinking about this in their home lives, um, and people are also now trying to make that more applicable to labs and thinking about, well, where can we reuse things? Can things, where I've said tissue culture, um, we normally would use new plastics. Is there actually a way that we can maybe treat those so that they can be used again? Now, that could create an issue because you want to make sure that your experiment isn't contaminated and that whatever is in your plastic wear after you've cleaned it potentially, um, something isn't going to make your experiment not work the way that it should do. But there are certain areas where research has been carried out that can show that if things are cleaned in a certain way, then there is no carryover and that you can reuse things. But also just in terms of um, how much water we use, the electricity that we consume in labs, where we buy things from, um, so the companies that we buy things from, how green are they, what's their credentials, 
Do they provide things to us in sustainable packaging? So there's a whole load of things, or we're aware of a lot more about how things are travelling around the world, where, how they get to us, the state that they get to us in, in terms of the packaging. So we can start to think about ways that we could be more sustainable. Obviously, there's some that might be more difficult than others. For example, the tissue culture course, issue yeah. that I gave. That's really interesting because this ties in with like the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which of course make up a, a big part of GCU's Strategy 2030 mission. So it really ties together then. Yeah, no, it does definitely. So we hit quite a few of the Sustainable Development Goals if we're trying to make our labs more sustainable. Excellent. Now, as well as being a lecturer with the Research Centre for Health, we'll refer to it as REACH for short, just going forward, mm -hmm. but you're also one of the sustainability champions at GCU. Can you tell me about that and tell me what that involves? So at the moment, I can't tell you an awful lot because it's a new <laughs> position. So myself and my colleague Yvonne Dempsey are the um, sustainability champions for our department in bio. So my belief is that um, we are learning how to make our labs more sustainable and the sustainability cha um, champions across the university will come together and share practice so that hopefully over the years to come we're improving um, sustainability across the university. How many sustainability champions do we have at the university? At the moment I know of myself and Yvonne, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. But it definitely sounds like the sort of thing that, that colleagues should be encouraged to get involved with. Oh yeah, with. definitely, definitely. And I've not within the university, but I've had meetings with other colleagues from different universities. And when I mention um, the projects that we're involved with here, they're definitely keen to implement certain things in, in their universities. So becoming more sustainability in general is just something that mm -hmm. people are more keen to do. As well, Gillian, GCU have signed up to LEAF, and that's the Laboratory Efficiency Assessment Framework. And this is going forward, something that's going to improve our sustainability. Could mm -hmm. you tell us what LEAF is? Yes, of course. So um, LEAF is a standard for sustainable laboratory operations, and it's a programme that's been developed by University um, College London. And what it does is that it contains actions where lab users can then take um, action to save on plastics, water, energy, and other resources been trialled by a number of different universities who've all shown that it is a relatively easy framework to use. It shouldn't take up too much time to kind of um, implement the criteria and suggestions that they make. But overall, um, by taking part in it, we hope that we can reduce our carbon emissions whilst also creating an environment that still supports quality research because we still want to make sure that everything can be replicated mm -hmm. and that we're producing research that actually is meaningful. Before we started recording this podcast, we were talking about one of the benefits from LEAF and mm -hmm. they give you a calculator that ca calculates your waste. Can you talk a wee bit about that? So I still don't know all the details about the LEAF calculators, um, but what UCL have done is that they have created a number of different calculators where a university can um, see how much water they use, their electricity usage. So it almost kind of creates a benchmark for where you are in your sustainability practice. And then through the different actions that the LEAF framework suggests, you can improve your sustainability and that can be measured over time using the LEAF calculator. So you can see whether you are improving your sustainability or if you're just staying um, on the same level. Fantastic. That sounds excellent. And are the principles from LEAF, are those things that can be taken to different departments from the university, not ones that are necessarily like science-based or laboratory-based? Mm -hmm. So I think that they have been developed for labs in particular. But I can see how they could be easily applicable to other place, other um, workplaces as well, even just across different departments in GCU, because although they are targeting labs, other 
kind of departments also use energy, they use water, mm -hmm. they might buy in consumables from different places. And so I think a number of the different calculators that we've have are very much applicable across the different departments. So it doesn't need to be a laboratory setting. And sustainability, is this something that we are teaching our students when you're lecturing with them? Is sustainability something you're really keen to get into the curriculum? So it's not something that we really cover as much. Um, I know that so we have fourth year honours projects who do um, lab-based projects and it's something that we kind of mention off the cuff in terms of how much plastics we use and things like that, but it's not been incorporated as yet. Um, although many of our degrees are accredited with the Royal Society of Biology and being more sustainable and incorporating that into our kind of um, degrees is something that we are trying to do going forward. So as part of the project that we are about to do, Obviously, by signing up to LEAF, we can identify where we currently are in terms of sustainability and we can start to identify the actions that need to be done to improve that. And the idea would be that then we can incorporate that into fourth year honours projects or other levels of um, the university as well when they're doing lab work where they, they're more aware of the sustainability issues and maybe they'll be become aware of the things that we're putting into place to make sustainability improve. And what we also hope to do is to actually have honours projects that are sustainability projects where they try and improve things even further. Now you've received uh, funding from the university for almost £5,000 to help That's towards right. sustainability at the university. Can you talk to me a wee bit about how that money is going to be used? Obviously we're interested in LEAF as a framework because it helps us to identify the practices that we can put in place to improve our sustainability. So the money that we've been awarded from this SFL grant is going to pay for at least one student over this summer to start to investigate LEAF, to, to look at the calculators, to kind of establish the, the kind of benchmark of where we currently are in our labs. Now we have a couple of big research labs, we also have teaching labs, um, and so the idea might not be to make changes across all of those labs initially, but the, the student over the summer will be identifying some actions that can make changes to some of those labs with okay. the idea that going forward um, over future honour projects, master projects potentially, we're improving sustainability, hopefully across eventually all the research labs and also our teaching labs. You mentioned your colleague Yvonne Dempsey, but have you been working with anyone else across the university to implement these measures? So yeah, we've managed to get quite a nice um, team together actually. Um, so the main kind of drivers, the main people who are driving this particular project is, as you mentioned, Yvonne and myself, but we also have Paolo Cruz, ah, who's course, the yeah. sustainability officer for GCU. So we've been having conversations now for six months to um, see what we can do in our labs. And with the award of this grant, hopefully we can now um, start to push that forward. But in terms, of, in terms of our department, we also have Fiona Bigger staff and Nicola Clements, who are members um, or colleagues in our um, technical team. And we also have my um, colleague, Mark Williams, who is our lab manager. So within our department, hopefully we can implement these changes across both research and teaching. But then to also try and expand out with our department, we also have a colleague in vision sciences. So Ailey Martin is also interested in this project and she can then take any practice that we start to implement back to her department so we can start to share our knowledge. This is great to listen to. It's great to hear so many people across the university all sort of pulling towards, uh, which is ultimately a really good goal, and that's for the university to be more sustainable and making less waste. I think being sustainable, we do it in our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. um, at home, there's lots of measures in place, I guess, from councils to try and separate your waste. And people are just becoming, obviously with COP26 being in Glasgow last year, people are very aware of climate change and 
if we can do it in the workplace as well, particularly in labs where, as we've already covered, they are quite wasteful. Mm -hmm. If there's anything we can do to make any improvements to that, then that would be a brilliant thing. And you know, my downstairs neighbours then, I got dug out for accidentally putting some uh, Diet Coke cans in the green bin <laughs> rather than the blue one. They were right to do it. They were right to do it, but I'd like to know how they knew it was me that was the one that was uh, that was putting them in there. But you have we been watched. I have been watched, yeah. Apparently they've been in the building for over 50 years, so I think they know everything that, mm -hmm. uh, that comes and goes. But... As we mentioned earlier in the show, you're a lecturer within Reach. Can you tell us a wee bit about the day job? Yeah, so I mean, I'm a lecturer in cell and molecular biology. So um, I teach from second year up to master's students um, across various different programmes. But then I also have a research lab. So I work on spinal muscular atrophy, just trying oh. to identify molecular causes that could then possibly be targeted mm -hmm. by future um, drug therapies to help the people who are affected by this disease. So it's quite a varied, yeah. quite a varied job. You enjoy it? Yeah, it's busy. Um, always lots to do. Excellent. And of course, in chucking the sustainability as well, and it sounds like you've got a lot on your plate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where do you see the university in terms of its sustainability in the next five, ten years? Well, I would hope by the work that we can do here, not just over this summer, but going forward, we can start to really build a momentum to mm -hmm. improve sustainability. And one of the good things about LEAF is that as you start to hit certain um, criteria, you can be awarded different awards. So it's, I guess, similar to Athena Swan, where course, you can yeah. be awarded bronze, uh, silver, gold. So hopefully, as we start to make, meet criteria with LEAF, we, um, certain labs can be awarded bronze status, silver status. And then hopefully we will expand that across all of our research labs, across our teaching labs. And then obviously, hopefully encourage a tsunami of people getting accreditation almost with, with LEAF so that all of our spaces have some level of um, approval from LEAF. Well, Gillian, that was excellent. Thank you very much for speaking to me today and, and good luck in taking this initiative forward because it's hugely important and I hope that others across the university take your lead. Thank you for having me here to talk. Thank you. I'd also like to thank everyone else for tuning into this episode and I do hope you'll be joining us again soon when we'll be in conversation with another member of the GCU community. Please take the time to subscribe to this podcast. You can do with one simple tap of your finger and you'll get every single episode sent straight to your phone. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and everywhere else so there's no excuses. Until the next time, I've been Craig Telfer and this has been the Common Good Podcast.